everybody. Thank you for joining Taurus Tech Talk. For myself, Robert Parsons, my counterpart, Corey Church, we'd like to invite on D.D. DeVoe from Screen Innovations <laughs> and one of our senior account managers, Chevis King. Hi. Um, so today we're going to be talking a little bit uh, with D.D. and Chevis about uh, Screen Innovations, what they do, what they offer, and uh, a lot about two-piece projection that a lot of our customers don't really know about or understand and what that encompasses. So I'd like to start with Miss Dee and why don't you tell us a little bit about M Mrs. Mrs. Dee Dee? Yes, that's correct. Yes, that's correct. Mrs. That's correct. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about your career path and how you got to Screen Innovations? Okay, absolutely. So um, I always tell the story of how I got into this industry. Of basically, I was just born in raised it. <laughs> I really didn't get a choice per okay. se. I mean, I guess I ultimately made the choice to jump in, but really I've been here my whole life. So um, Why don't you elaborate I'll on that? I'll elaborate on that. So Ron DeVoe is my dad, who is the owner of Total Marketing, a rep firm that covers Texas, Oklahoma, Arkansas, Louisiana, and has kind of broken into some of the mountain states. So uh, my dad was a manufacturer's rep. So I used to tell people that my dad sold things to people who sold things to people who sold things to people, which <laughs> actually is pretty true. I was yeah. pretty spot on. So um, I really had no idea what he did, but I do know that my dad did a road show once a year and it was typically over spring break time whenever I was out of school in high school. And uh, I was always grounded because that was just me. So every single spring break, all my friends were going to do stuff and I was grounded, stuck doing the total marketing road shows. So my dad would bring me in and I would help all of the manufacturers set up equipment and I would like be, you know, I remember one time they just wanted me to sit there because they were showing video and I was just like the girl who like sat in the room <laughs> on video the whole time. So I, yeah, exactly. So I had an idea of what the industry was for sure and kind of, you know, was excited about it, but definitely didn't get into it until I was working at a hair salon and I thought, man, this is really hard. <laughs> <laughs> this is really difficult and paying bills is really hard. So I called my dad and I said, can I just come like answer the phones? Can I answer the phones? Can I file stuff? Can I, will you just take me on for like part time? Cause I really need the help. So he said, yeah, come on, you can answer phones and you know, just help us with odd stuff, which is how I started. And then I, and then, you know, all of, all of a sudden I'm working full time and I started, you know, really learning the industry then. And then I got the opportunity to go with Avtech. And Avtech was the first one who gave me my manufacturing job. And basically what Avtech did, which I love them, they are so they were so this amazing is an to me. Table yeah, and today. it's beautiful. I called this it out immediately. Pick. It's beautiful. I would like to say I had a hand in this design. I just want to throw that out there. Um, <laughs> Call me. So, just, just so you know. Um, so Avtech really gave me, they were like, here's your pocket guide. Here's our product portfolio. Here's your AMX. Go. I mean, it was, and, and here's the entire U.S. and go conquer. So it was good because it was a way for me to, A, learn about other dealers across the U.S. instead of the same ones that... I had known forever and, you know, and also kind of break away from you, what in mm -hmm. that, in that learning experience for the other dealers, did you then firmly solidify that 
Taurus Technologies was probably the best you've ever worked with. Of course, yes. Yeah, I just wanted absolutely. to make sure. I, absolutely. I figured it was a yeah. rhetorical question. Well, I mean, it's a good thing you, you clarify or you cleared that up. Yeah, I you've mean, got to. Why not? You have to. Continue. I did. I did get. Um, I I got my butt handed to me several times in the Northeast, where it turns out my smile. And my jokes were not nearly, they did not hit as well. That's for sure. I don't understand that. Like, okay, we, we don't like laughter here. Cool. I will keep moving on. So uh, so I learned a lot and it was fantastic. And then I got the opportunity with Screen Innovations, which has been just so awesome for me. It's been such a learning experience. It's been, um, it's just a really exciting environment. You've been to the production floor. It's just like, Everyone's smiling. There's so much going on. And, and I had worked to show actually with Avtech four years before I even, you know, got a call from Screen Innovations. And I remember thinking when I left there, man, that's a cool office. Man, those are those people are having a good time. And so to have the opportunity to work for them, especially because now that I've moved out to the country, the drive from Granbury to Austin, I will do all day long, any day, because it's just back roads 281 and it's beautiful and so it's just nice it's nice to have that comfort of knowing that my manufacturer is right there and i can get to the production floor and i can get my hands on the equipment and so it's been it's been fantastic i've definitely come a long way from answering the phones in my dad's office that's for sure so uh do you give your dad kickbacks or spiffs from getting you into the industry now <laughs> interestingly enough no well he is our he is our rev for for uh si so i like to give him a hard time anytime we go into meetings i like to make sure that my dad is prepared and is taking my notes and you know gonna make sure i do my follow-up <laughs> step up and, uh, dad. yeah yeah what have you got scheduled dad you know are you paying attention fine. Yeah. What's on your calendar this week? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who have you go. met with? What opportunities so, are you um, working? Some of your family is also in the pro-AV industry. Yes. So do you know offhand how many collective years you have in the industry between oh, yourself, God. your dad? You know, how many family members are in the industry? So there's three. Well, really, I guess we can count my mom because she's, you know, part of Total Marketing, too. And actually, I would say that Total Marketing is really just the third or the fourth daughter. Sorry, there's actually three of us. So uh, so that's the fourth daughter. I mean, it really is like the baby of all of ours. You know, we all yeah. have worked really hard with it. So my dad started Total Marketing the year I was born in 1985. So he That's knew it cool. was coming and was like, yep, I'm going to have to. You just gave your age. Totally. Across the okay. entire internet. It's fine. It's fine. We can bleep that out later. If it's like fine. Maybe when I get a little older, it'll bother me, but I'm You're fine so young. Right now. <laughs> it's fine. It not bother you at all. Yeah. I wouldn't so, have guessed you a day over 18. That's so. right. That's right. Um, so, yeah. So I, my dad started in 1985. Darcy got into it right after college. I've been in it. Since after college, so uh, I mean, we're probably looking like at around ninety-five years. So what's yeah. your other sister? Do? How did she? How did she skate <laughs> uh, under the radar? She is the she's the smart one, obviously, or out of all of us. Sheep. Yeah, or the black sheep, either or. Diana is her middle name. Sir Diana is her name. So it's Dar Diana's the middle one. So it's Darcy, Diana, Dee Dee, DeVoe, which you know, a lot of D's. My parents were rolling with the theme there, clearly. <laughs> But she is actually a special ed teacher. <laughs> so she. Uh, so basically she, the same thing. But yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. It's exactly. basically the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I mean, have you met us? Yeah. <laughs> so she hates, uh, you know, any sort of family gathering. She's just like, will y'all please, please stop talking talk about work? Like, you know, we, got, we got Thanksgiving I, coming up for yeah, too long. Yeah. 
So we try to we try to not talk about work as much with Diana around because she is super annoyed. But I don't blame her. Yeah, because she you doesn't know. To, you ever go to the doctor's office and they're just all talking exactly. doctor speak? Yeah, I'm just over here like super annoying. We were playing an my acronym hands. game before the show started, and we would go around the table and just say <laughs> acronyms from our industry. So I challenge you. Okay. At Thanksgiving dinner, all right, or lunch, or whatever you guys do, I challenge you to only talk. To the rest of your family, besides Diana, in, in acronyms, yeah, yeah, she'll love that game. Oh my god, she, she will really will. love it. That she won't will. make her mad at all. And then we'll have you back on afterwards, and I'll tell you, and just record it on your phone, <laughs> and we'll we'll play back those segments. Okay, all right, It'll be great. Yeah, good. All right, so next to me we have Chevis King. Like I mentioned earlier, Chevis has been with us for many many years. She's one of our senior account managers. So Chevis, tell us a little bit about how you came to be in your role now. Well, I was going to the University of North Texas, and I had a class with a girl, and she said, I'm going to quit my job. I think you'd be really great at it. And <laughs> I, I came to apply as, I think, someone who would answer the telephone and file things, mm. and I got hired. I had a finance degree. So very What quick, year was that? 19... No. What? 2007. We can't no. do the 19s anymore, man. 2007. I've okay. been here for 12 years. Uh, so very quickly, I surpassed my telephone answering skills, took over the operations. One day someone thought, hey, she could do something else. Want to join the sales squad? Here we are. The rest is history. <laughs> How long very were cool. you doing operations type not, stuff? Not as long as like I was in my brain, but it was like two or three years and yeah. I've been in sales yeah, for I think it was about maybe the years. majority. We can look at all my sales plaques and count them if oh. we want. What we should do is look at her sales notes Strong. because if there's anyone, I think that someone would pay lots of money for Chevis's sales notes. So the I mean, it's is, yeah. impressive. I literally sent DD purchase orders in my operations days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so, really cool. She has yeah. as many notes as I do. Don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so you'll balance I, each other. I out. missed a meeting earlier today, which she gave me a hard time about. And I knew that <laughs> I can ask her for the follow up. Yep. And quite literally, I, I yep. walked into her office hoping, you know, maybe the Cliff's Notes version of it. <laughs> but she's got two pages. Oh, yeah. They're, they're iPad pages now. No, I used a flip book again yeah, today. She, yesterday, oh, though, she used the hand uh, your, your iPad. Mm-hmm. It depends she used on the how I'm feeling. Mm. I, I couldn't handle the the separation of... Yeah. I, I literally had to go through the dates of my notebooks to figure out if I was in the right one. So I'm trying to do more and more digital noting. That's good. <laughs> so, Chevis, tell us something that someone may not know about you. I ride dirt bikes. Got to keep it PG. Okay, I'm sorry. Dirt, dirt. bikes? Camping, cooking. Uh, I like to fix stuff. If you got a problem, yo, I'll solve it. <laughs> oh, nice, nice. Yes. So basically, you're like every guy's dream mm-hmm. because you can do all the things that guys are supposed to do. Yes. Well, hang on, Plus because more. <laughs> my wife and I refer to this type of female human as a unicorn. Mm. Uh. And and my daughter Lily uh, was long themed unicorn because she would be into the guy the car guy stuff, stuff, yeah, uh-huh. with me, you mm-hmm. know. And uh, I, I think that's probably going to happen. I okay. like I like the car stuff. So for the rest of this podcast, we're going to refer to you as unicorn, okay. not Chevis. Okay. All right. 
deal. Yeah. Tell us something um, about yourself that we may not know. Some unique fact. All right. Well, um, contrary to Chavis, I um, <laughs> do <laughs> no. not enjoy. No. Um, so I just moved out to the country here recently. And so I seems now, very out of your element. And that's that is it's very much out of my when you element. say the country. Um, for some of our viewers that may not understand exactly what the country means. Okay, so I moved to Granbury, Texas, and I'm on 10 acres of land, literally. Everyone's Googling as fast as they can. Yeah, uh, literally in the country. So all my neighbors have lots of acreage. So when I moved out there, one of the first calls I made was to Chavez to come out and tell me all the things that I needed to do. Hey, Didi, do you have any goats? Yeah. Well, uh, I did. I did try the goats out for a little bit. Chavis was around when the when the goats were there, um, and I did give them to my neighbors. But it was like the neighbor. It was like the goats knew that I wasn't country because when they left the property, they, they literally smell. single file line followed the neighbor just out of the property and out of my life <laughs> for good. Oh, so man. I'll still see them sometimes when I drive by. They're much fatter over at his house. So I might not have been feeding them properly, maybe. Right. I don't know. Either way, wasn't my deal. I really try to convince my wife that no. we should move out to these places. And yeah. every time she she reminds me of that. We started watching a yeah. new show that's called Bless This Mess. And yeah. it's, it's pretty much exactly like that. Yeah. Didn't you get a goat? I did. For Christmas? A, a, a no, holiday no, party? no. That wasn't me. You got chicken. That was my brother-in-law. Oh, I do like a I chicken. Got I like my chicken. You got chickens. A lot. He got he got chickens at a Christmas party yeah. one year. I would yeah. take a chicken for a Christmas party. But your yeah, your brother-in-law got goats. Yeah, it's a bad idea. Real I bad believe idea. one of both them, of them are gone. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe That's one true. of them went to the bathroom on his shirt that evening. That's mm -hmm. true. Mm -hmm. That's true. Mm -hmm. We don't like to talk about it. Yeah, I mean, it's not I, something we bring up. At uh, I, I we don't talk about. It was a common theme for holding baby goats at a Christmas party. It turned out, and I'm like, I don't need to touch that cute thing. I'll just for those of you that are wondering, it's it's tourist Christmas parties. That's <laughs> it's that wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, I would like to go. I mean, to I've, I've never been to to one of your Christmas parties. Maybe it's maybe it's different. Well, listen, I've never had, uh, no, we've never had. No farm had, animals at no your farm Christmas animals party? No farm animals passing around the What did we have, party. like three years in a row with farm animals? Wow, yeah. really? Chickens and I goats, they, what was the third? We had something before the chickens, though, the first year. Yeah, I think we finally said that we can't do the can't farm animals. Can't do, yeah. no, no more, well, they all, no more they all die. Well, I, oh, gosh, I wish you wouldn't have said that. PETA is already on our case. It's accidental. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, next time we all do the Christmas party, they can just come out to my property, as long as it's not goats. I like it. I'll take Whatever I, I think some of the chickens are still alive with yeah. uh they are yeah yeah um so nobody's <laughs> dead all right yeah we're, good. we're done with chickens <laughs> relax um so dd tell us a little bit about screen innovations yeah absolutely so screen innovations is out of austin like i said um they are a manufacturer who's been a screen manufacturer who's been on the residential side for most of the the time that they have been around projection however projection yes, screen two-piece projection so pro projection screens so um, they got oh, hold, started. Hold on, because okay. I've heard two-piece projection like four times in this podcast, and this is an entirely new set of terminology for me. Is this something you guys coined like two minutes ago? Yeah, we just yeah came we just up made with it. it up mm -hmm. for you. We did because I, I I am I am is it just we're going to educate or? the rest of the world and Corey? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Please, please do, and then you should finish. 
Do you know what to do? Have you heard the I, term and all the teaching? I know what it means. Of course she knows. Of course, the unicorn for sure has. <laughs> I feel for like sure. there's a projector over here and a screen over here. Yeah. I totally understand what it means. Two pieces, two I've hands, I've just never heard pieces. this phrase before. You know, I had actually never heard of it until I came at, to Screen you? Innovations. And but with everyone your, with your family's 97, right. 100 years, years worth of experience. Exactly. This exactly. is rare. Which is really a, what's interesting about really what I've known about two-piece projection is when I was approached about working at SI, I thought, well, I'm just coming from an end user perspective. I feel like I've seen really bad two-piece projection along the line. Yes. Isn't all projection two-piece? Pretty much, yeah. Okay, so, cool. so, just so just projection, we could just say. Maybe. Okay, so back to my original question. Okay. <laughs> Where did this term come from? Did you guys literally just make this up? No, I mean, like, I feel like I'm no. being punked. You're not being punked. You're not being punked. And I know who edits this show. Well, here's. <laughs> well, that's, we should have come in with a game plan here, guys. So I know Dee Dee probably has an answer. Well, we need to get her back to. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I apologize. But, I completely. So, two piece projection um, to me means that you can no longer assume that a standard projection screen and your choice of projection or projector works together perfectly for the customer's needs. So you need to look at it from a two-piece two. standpoint. I think that's where this is becoming a very popular term. I think I could my, drop the mic on that. That was exactly, exactly correct. And okay. Katie can tell right. us exactly why. Yeah, I, I yeah. apologize for, for, for sidetracking us. No, it's okay. So... um. We've been in the commercial space for about three years, SI has. And the reason why we're in the commercial space is because we can go larger, we can go motorized, but also because we are the leaders in ALR technology. So talking about that terminology, what is ALR, which I actually didn't know until I started at SI either. ALR is ambient light rejecting technology. However, when I was learning about it, because ALR, okay, so... You can read we we can reject light, right? So that means basically moving it away from where the screen is. So I like to refer to it as actually ambient light redirecting because you can't just make light disappear. Light doesn't just vanish, but you can redirect that light. So that's the way I like to explain ALR technology is really ambient light redirection. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. It's easy. Yeah. So they so Screen innovation started in the residential market mm -hmm. and has since, like you mentioned, gone into the commercial market because of these factors. Mm -hmm. um, so touch upon a little bit more about ambient light rejection and why that makes a difference to a customer that is looking at projection screens. So absolutely. So a lot of times, and if we look back on what two-piece projection was, which again, projector and a screen. Um, when we look back on what that was, we, we would always say that we couldn't do it in a light environment, which is why you would walk into a space with a screen and projector and everyone would automatically think you've got to turn off the lights in that space. It's, it was We did it for 20 years like that. I'm, my dad can tell you about it yeah. for sure. So 
Uh, that's how it was done. And whenever Screen Innovations came on board, they said, we want to be able to give you a display-like image with the lights on. We want to be able to provide two-piece projection in a way that you have a screen and a projector and can still have the lights on, which is obviously very, very important and commercial. Because as you can see here right now, we certainly don't have the lights off. We're talking with the lights on. And I'm pretty sure everywhere in this building, the lights are on. Right? Uh, Tim O'Quinn's got <laughs> his lights Okay, well, yeah. I mean, um, offices, yeah, right. They love their <laughs> dark right. environment. Yeah. <laughs> so They're not using projectors either. That's true. Uh, so it's about being able to have this display-like image with being able to still have lighting. And if we to look at, you know, higher ed applications in bar and restaurant applications and even just in your typical boardroom applications you're going to want to have the lights on. And that's really why it is so, so, so important to start with that material, realize how much light you have in that space, and then put that projection system together with the correct material and the correct projector. Well, I, I actually really love the ALR, ALR demo that you guys do. Mm -hmm. When you guys kind of hold up the material and yes. shine the light on it. and I, It's it, pretty cool. It's it, the it, best. And it makes me super happy because I get to live out my Vanna White dreams, which is just being able to hold up something and everyone be like, oh, and so that's it's it's very nice for me. <laughs> it is very cool. We've we've had uh, several successful um, demonstrations for customers when we go into a, a space and Chevis knows this very well. We go into a space where they have an existing screen and an existing projector and we can tell right away that, you know, the the fluorescent direct lighting on the screen is a problem and we can we have a demo kit from mm -hmm. SI that allows us to hold up these these nice samples and be able to show a customer right then and there with their content having that light rejection and the image pop so it's it's pretty cool it is and we always say seeing is believing that's what we always say at screen innovations you're once you see it you can you can believe it and you can get behind it because there's absolutely a difference with it but if you think about a white screen in a lighted environment with light shining on it, what are you gonna get? You're gonna get a washed out image every single time. It doesn't matter if you throw more lumens on it. And that's typically what I hear all the time. So uh, my, my customer is unhappy with the way that their screen looks or the way that the image looks, not so much the screen, but the way that the image looks. So I'm gonna go in and I'm going to put more lumens. I'm gonna, I'm gonna switch out the projector. Well, that's going to do nothing to that if you don't start with the right material. And that's because you're just shining more brightness what, at it. What ends up looking brighter, but still washed out. Still Colors washed are out. muted. It's it's right. kind of dull looking. You need something to get rid of the, the overhead lighting. Right. So that's what, when we talk about ALR technology with screen innovations, we're talking about ambient light <clears throat> rejection, but we're also talking about contrast enhancement. And that's really huge too, because those two play of huge, huge part together. You can redirect light all day long, but if you're still not able to have that image pop with that contrast enhancement, you're gonna get the same thing as you would with just a matte white screen. So it's really about having those two play a part with, with each other, which is why you'll see with our ALR technology, it's a much darker hue just alone, because that again is gonna be able to give you your contrast enhancement. When I came on board and they said, yeah, a projector can't ever shine a black light was like, how have I not known that? Like, I feel like, duh, it can't because you can't shine black on with the light. 
Yeah. Um, so hence why if you start with the darker material, then you're getting those darker, crisper images. So standard um, ALR fabrics, mm -hmm. ambient light rejection fabrics, do they reject light from the top and from the sides? So that's a great question. That's a fantastic question because SI, that's actually something that's original to SI is that our materials with, we've got three different types of ambient light rejecting materials with SI. One of them is our optical based material. That is our black diamond. Uh, black diamond goes through multiple layers of optics over a highly reflective surface. But that surface is a aluminum based surface. So if you've ever crumpled up aluminum and then tried to lay it flat before, it's not necessarily easy to do. So black diamond is our fixed only application. Our slate, which is our uh, surface ALR material, we took all the optics of black diamond, but we kept it on the surface. That has allowed us to go large and to go motorized. But in both of those technologies, we ambient light both horizontally and vertically, nice. which is, again, really, really particular to SI. That is what SI brings is both the horizontally and the vertically. So when a customer has a situation where they have you know, non-diffused light that's mm -hmm. coming directly down and closer to the projection area or in the projection path, plus they have windows, then now we're, we're able to get rid of more of yes. that. Yes. So you're, you're talking about redirecting that light from up, from below, and from either sides. And being able to have the ability to have this material be 100% opaque so we can drop it right in front of a window as well. Nice, nice. Yeah. So, Chevis, let me ask you this. As a, as a salesperson, you're going out to a customer and they have a situation where they need to have projection for whatever reason. Maybe it's that they need to have the largest image possible. Maybe they have some budget constraints, whatever. Um, and they have that situation where there is glass and there is direct fluorescent light or, or just light in the general area. How are you capturing the information you need in order to know what type of fabric you need? Well, we're going to take some light meter readings from around the room. Where is the screen going to go? How much light is in the screen area? How much light is in the projected path? And you're going to have to figure out how big your image can be. We like to stop the projection screen a few feet above the floor, usually four for eye-level contact. Everyone can see it over chairs and tables. And then call Didi and ask them for their recommendation, nice. usually. Nice. So, so there's a lot of science that comes into it. We mm -hmm. can't just sit there and say, okay, this room is, eh, you know, we need this kind of fabric. Mm -hmm. There's actually a lot of calculation and a lot of um, on-site determination that needs to happen in order for you to specify what's correct. Absolutely. And that's just the screen part, right? It's just the screen part. And when we're talking about two-part projection, if you start with one or the other, you kind of backdoor yourself into a different answer. So now that we're looking at more ALR type screens, we start with the screen and then you can ultimately end up with a lower cost projector in a lot of cases. Gotcha. Okay. Well, and in my, my recent experience, uh, SI has been pretty good about looking at projector models with me mm -hmm. to help specify the screen as well. Yeah, we absolutely do. And we don't, we don't stick with anyone. I mean, we don't have any loyalty to anyone, but we definitely are going to be able to say, okay, what are you working with? And we really go for more of the lumens because you're exactly right. There's a science behind it. There's actually, you know, you know, all, all types of science and math that goes into the way that we determine Great. when we, I know, trust I me, trust me. When I came There's on no board, way I'm actually going to need this. Right. 
when I came on board and they said, yeah, this material is all based off of physics, I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> well, I don't know that I can do this. But... I have a degree in marketing, <laughs> so. I don't know about that. Um, but with our screen calculator, what we're always doing is asking you how many lumens you're shining on it and how much light is in your space. And we can do a ton of calculations just based off of those two things. So are so, these calculators available to the public? They are. So on our, on our website, uh, screen, commercial.screeninnovations.com, because now we have our own commercial side of the website, which is awesome. awesome. Um, but on those tools, there's a tool, and you drop down, it's going to be the screen wizard material. And that one is what I lead with 24-7. When I go to a site, if I'm walking... If I'm with happen to be on an end user demo, which doesn't happen a ton, but I like it when it does, um, I bring my screen calculator wizard with me. I bring my uh, phone so that I can do the light meter app and I can literally go room to room to room and say, okay, this is what I would suggest you use in this space. But what's cool about this calculator is that it's based off of a 30 to one contrast ratio. And just so you know, the Avixa standard on contrast ratio for two piece projection is 16 to one. So screen innovation starts at a 30 to one. Well, that's because we've been selling in people's theaters and we right. wanted, when people get a, a screen in their house, you better darn well make it look like a display. And it's the same thing that we're trying to yeah, achieve. Your contra in commercial. contrast ratio needs to be way up there. The contrast ratio really <clears throat> needs to be high to be able to Do you mind if I combat pause you for that a second? space. Yeah. Corey, can you explain to us exactly what contrast ratio means to those of us that don't understand? Well, I think everybody at this table understands. Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> what about our viewing And thank goodness it's just us here. Yeah, there's nobody else. <laughs> Nobody's listening. Uh, I mean, it's as <laughs> as simply as I can put it. It's the it's the variation between the light images and the dark images. It's okay. it's literally the contrasting colors that are shown on screen, and how well the black levels look and how well the white levels look on the same display from the same source through the same technology and where displays have historically always kind of won out was they had a much higher contrast ratio because they were able to develop a, a much darker, deeper brown or black where projectors uh, and screens were not capable of doing so. But in recent years, uh, as you can attest, it's not. It's not the case. As long as you're using the appropriate fabric or material, you're you're using the environment correctly. You're specifying the projector correctly. Whether it be home theater, whether it be commercial, whether it be um, some sort of mix or combination of the two, I think that's probably the biggest challenge for you. Is what are you using the space for? You know, absolutely. Uh, especially in the commercial environment, because. Chevis, you and I have run into this recently where somebody's like, hey, I want a projector in my auditorium. One whole wall is glass and we want to watch movies. But from nine to five, we want to show PowerPoints and Excel documents. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. And that's that's really where knowing the material comes into play, because that is always what I ask. What content are you going to be using on right. this? Because we've got the material. If you want to watch a movie and on your screen and you want it to look amazing, we've got Black Diamond for you. If you want to be able to have PowerPoints and slideshows and, you know, look at an Excel spreadsheet for God knows how long, then that would be Slate. So it just give, we just give you some different options, which is nice. 
but definitely it's about what content you're going to be viewing in that space. But it's also about teaching customers that you can get a display like image. And with using that calculator and being able to show what we have actually on it is we've got a contrast ratio, but we also put nits on there. And that's because people understand nits. They get nits from a display. Nits? So it's going to be basically what's coming off of your display. So when a you're brightness. getting a display brightness wise, people understand kind of roughly what nits you're going to have. So if I can say you're going to get a 30 to one contrast ratio at roughly the same nits of what you get off of a display, then when I tell you that that material is going to work, I'm telling you that it's going to be a display like image. Nice. So, and so a, when you say a display, like a, like a flat panel, like, like flat what's in panel. front of our, right. our booth here. Right. So that could be, what is it to Corey, correct me if I'm wrong. It's 350, 300 ish for nits. Yeah. And, it, and it, it, that's at a predefined footage from the display yeah. as well. Mm -hmm. So it, it's kind of a loaded. It's kind of a loaded question yeah. because when you talk about um, two-piece projection, <laughs> oftentimes you're talking about much larger images, mm -hmm. well over a hundred inch. Uh, you're serving a larger audience. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. So you have to. You kind of have to determine what's your average, you know, seated position and what the knit is in that. So that what spot. you just said is fantastic because people can understand if they're if if f if SI is giving you the tools that you need to know to give you the contrast ratio, to give you the nits off the screen, and they're talking about a 120-inch image, then customers can really feel comfortable about, oh, my gosh, okay, so we've got this coming from this 50-inch image, and now mm -hmm. we've, we're able to get as close to that as possible with 120 inches. Right. It turns out end users know nits more than they know foot candles. So what that's kind of nits are your screens typically? So it, it depends. It really is on the calculator. So that's what it all determines is let's say, you know, you're shooting 13,000 lumens on it. Obviously the nits are going to go up from there, but as, yeah. as well as the contrast ratio is. Right. So it's interesting to actually even play around with the tool because you'll be able to see really what ALR gets you. So because it'll have all of the screens listed on there. So you can go down to what would just be your white screen or your pure gray screen, and you'll be able to see what that contrast ratio would get you with that many lumens in this amount of light. Well, and, and so it's a good way to sell it. Screen gain makes a difference as, mm -hmm, absolutely. Uh, for, for nits and how the image is clarity wise. So this calculator, we've talked a lot about it. Did mm -hmm. you guys develop this in house? We yep, we did. It is like our engineers sitting yes, at a desk somewhere. Yes. It is our tool. It is SI's tool. And that's really honestly something that I I couldn't ask for a better manufacturer to work for in that setting is that when they say screen innovations, it is truly, truly that. I mean it is it is how do we make it easier, but how do we keep changing that? How do we keep inventing? How do we keep um, making this different because we've been really, you, you, people think, well, a screen's a screen. Well, it's absolutely not, especially in the way that we engineer. I mean, the way that we've reinvented tab tensioning and the way we um, print our borders instead of paint our borders. I mean, there's just so many things that well, go into what's the difference. Let's, let's give an example. How many, how many screen materials and configurations in those screen materials does SI offer? Oh, Good night. A ton. I mean, what, two, three, <laughs> and tons. maybe four? <laughs> tons. Just in a couple. In the combinations? Just a I couple. Mean... Yeah. Well, and that's also why their tools are amazing, too, because of the way that we've got our screen wizard tool, but also just our builder. 
where you can go in and you can just play with it. Okay, I'm looking at a five series motorized screen. Now I want this this um, this diagonal, and I need it to be 1610, and I you know want it to have this much uh, drop in it. I mean, there's just it's ways that you can play with it and know that you're getting exactly so what you're getting. You mentioned the the way you guys do tab tension. Mm -hmm. What are you doing different with tab tension? So it's interesting. I've seen some pretty Your face is so skeptical right Oh, now. I know. No, oh, I know it. Have you ever seen We've a tab tension a screen unroll mm -hmm. yeah. after it's been in the oh, yeah. ceiling all summer from a school year? Glue's coming off. Yeah. You got little... I like little... to refer to it as plasticizer migration. Oh, wow. We should just stop this podcast here. It's a scientific term. <laughs> Mic drop. Uh, right. <laughs> Travis knows what it is. Um, I think I know your scrambling. Answer, but, look uh, it up. It's a real thing. Totally a real what thing. What search engine should they use? Google. Par Parsons? Parsons.com? Par <laughs> Parsonsinfo.com. Um, so so that's Google. So that's a great question. And uh, it's interesting because people think that tab tensioning is there actually to make sure that there's no wrinkles in your screen. So if it drops down, then I'm just going to tighten these straps and it's all of a sudden going to be, you know, it's going to lay awesome. flat, right? So that's actually not even the reason why tab tensioning was ever invented. The only reason tab tensioning is there at all is to make sure a motorized screen does not go forward or go backwards because obviously it's just material hanging. So what we do differently at SI is that we print our borders. We don't paint any of our borders. We don't put any glue on anything. We don't weld anything. There's nothing on the actual tabs. And that is gives us the ability to tab, do the tab tensioning directly out of the material so that we don't have to weld anything and we don't have to have any glue. So you're never going to call and say, hey, my tabs are coming off of this screen. And the reason is, is because they're cut directly out of the material that is printed to the actual screen material. What do you mean printed? So that's we've a, got a 3D that, printer. A mic drop right there. Yeah, that's right. We have a 3D printer in-house, so it prints right. th the borders to the material. and Because it's multi-layer, right? Right. Yeah. So what that gives us the ability to do, though, is that we can set your limits to wherever you want. So let's say that you've ordered a screen and you've gotten 24 inches of drop, right? Well, if you get on site, let's say, uh-oh, I measured this wrong. I actually only need 20 inches of drop. Well, you've always been taught you have to have that 24 inches of drop. Like, doesn't matter that has to drop the whole way. Well, that's because it's painted, right? And it's and if it gets stuck or if you set it on any certain level, you're obviously going to have a big giant crease in yeah. what is a painted border. Yeah. So with SI, because we print our borders, let's say that you get on site, you've got 24 inches of drop, you really only need 20 inches of drop, you can set your levels to however you want to set your levels. And that's because there's no glue, there's no welding, there's no anything that you have to worry about a big crease for. I think that's a pretty so, pretty important part as, yeah. as an integrator because you're not sitting there having to train your staff on, okay, here's how you're going to install this screen and just make sure you come down exactly 18 inches. Um, and maybe we didn't foresee something. Maybe right. we needed to have the the projector drop another six inches to get it out of the way of a softened area. It's, it's, so yeah, why it's might somebody choose a tab tension screen over a non-tab tension screen? It really is. So mostly any of our screens that we do that are motorized are going to have the tab tensioning again, because you don't have your, you're not in a fixed frame. So there's nothing holding that material, but because we print and don't paint, 
you see much less of what we call just that hourglassing because this material, no matter what, it's, it's all the same type base material. So it stretches and it shrinks and it does crazy stuff. But to be able to actually be printed onto that other material, you get way less of what you see that hourglassing for. I mean, because there are a lot of options for screens that don't have any tensioning cables or, or, or cords. Um, and my understanding was always if you were really after the truest aspect ratio possible, yes. that you wanted to go a tab tension screen so that you're, if whether it's four by three, you know, if we're 85 years old, or if it's 16.9 or 16.10 or mm -hmm. some sort of crazy anamorphic, you, you want to make sure that, that that's actually true to form from a ratio perspective. Yeah, and well, that's Chavis, absolutely accurate. Yeah, Chevis and I see it all the time is that if a customer, you know, wants to go with a less expensive solution, then they will commonly say, well, how do I, how do I get the cost of the screen to be lower? Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, the, the, some of the ways to do that is to remove the tap tensioning. Mm -hmm. And we can't, we can't overcome what God created, which is, which is you can't mother nature it's, and, right. and gravity and physics and mm -hmm. HVAC. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Absolutely that true. true. Yeah. That's a very good point. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I mean, there's, 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 uh, like you said, I mean, there's a science to this. It's, it's, it's not, it's, it's mother nature, you know, it's, it's cool. It's, it's warm. It gets colder. The stuff shrinks. I mean, and it's not just an SI thing. This is materials across the board. This is what it is. And this is why we engineer our, our and, and also the way that we just, the way that the equipment goes through the production is also all because of the way that the material can change. So I, I know you said headquarters is in Austin, mm -hmm. right? Do they do any manufacturing in Austin? Everything is everything is manufactured, built, shipped, everything from Austin. Really? Yes. It's a very cool tour. It's very, very it's impressive. Very impressive. And they're yeah. actually you're you're just in the midst of expanding it. Yeah, right now. so we've got a whole new expansion area. And that's another thing that's been really exciting is that because we've got a larger area, we've got two cutting tables. So obviously production time can be lim you know, we can we can move that forward, but also it's all, I told you, screen innovations is really screen innovations. And so a whole new area just gives them that much room to, to do, to, to drop bigger screens, right. <laughs> to, so we've been seeing a lot of beta testing for larger, uh, larger motorized. And that's always what we get asked for. Can you go larger? Can you go larger? Can you go larger? Which is actually exactly what we're doing. Um, but also in 2020, we will be dropping our commercial shades line as well. You, you can, you can just 2020. What did I say? 2020. Oh. <laughs> you, 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 but, but I, I like adopted it. 2020. You know, 2020. 2020. That's the way I say it. Exactly. Year of our Lord, 2020. 2020. <laughs> so you guys were hanging a new large screen when I was down there. Yes. Is your new demo for the large screen open yet? Uh, this, this, so it's still in some different beta testing. And it's also, too, because what Screen Innovations does is not just one different power option, as y'all know. So we've got just what would be regular AC power, low voltage power. We also have our lithium battery power options. So when we are dropping larger screens, we're also dropping 
trying to figure out how we can power these in the most efficient way. Dude. I'm really skeptical. Oh, I know. Of the battery power. Oh, I know. Yeah. I can't be the only person no, on, on the planet. No, you're not. You're absolutely not. And and honestly, to it, it if I was being honest, I would say the exact same thing. When I when I heard a lithium battery powered, I was like, well, that's cool, but ooh, I don't know that I'm going to push that as much. However, I absolutely do now. And there's a reason why, and it's because there are absolutely scenarios where you just can't run power. And this is 550 cycles before you have to charge the thing again. It blinks and shows you when it's time to charge it. It's a magnetic charger, just like you would charge your, you know, MacBook. You charge for six hours and then you're back up to your 550 cycles again. Can so, we integrate that reminder into our control systems? Yeah, you absolutely could. Yeah, for sure. And I so feel like that was planned. No, no, that it really felt wasn't. super it wasn't planned. planned. Really it wasn't loving the answer good. though. But and that's the other thing too is that when we're thinking about the way that typical screens are, of course people are going to be like a lithium battery screen is insane. Well, it's not insane if you really think about people want big images wherever they can get it and in historical environments. And you you guys know how expensive it can be to call someone in and try to get power run to a certain area. Uh, okay, so, so we how much more pressures. expensive is the battery-powered screen than, like, an ac power screen? You don't have to give dollars. Like, is it 10% more expensive? Is it 100% 100, 100 more expensive? I would say it's 10% more expensive. I mean, it's definitely... That, than a normal, a, like, yeah, AC power screen. Yeah, and what would be screen? a typical AC power? Is the, the battery-powered option available on many models? Or? So it is just for our solo series, yeah. and it does only go up to a certain diagonal. So I think it's 110. It might be 120. I will say 120 because... No one's going to quote you. Yeah. They're going to call Chevis no. and say, hey, Chev, hey, can yeah, you please exactly. come out? Call Chevis, she'll tell you. Take a look at yes. our area. Yes. Get some foot candle measurements. There you go. Now you know. That. Yeah, so it, it, it's again, too, to when going back to the innovation side of screen innovations, what I always like to tell people to take away from it is leaders in ambient light rejecting technology, you have to have to look at the space have to look at the light in the space and all of that plays a huge role but also the just innovativeness of the tab tensioning and the different power options and how you can really be able to use them in your space efficiently but also what's the most benefit for a dealer on their side um it's really it's been it's really really cool to see and to work for and to be able to provide those options so does your alr help at all with the off-axis viewing of the screen so that is also a great question with, and you've really, and this is what we asked you. So A, when we're, when you're talking to screen innovations about a project, we're going to ask you about the ambient light in the space. We're going to ask you what content you're viewing, but we're also going to ask you where people are sitting in the space. Because if you think about what the optical based ALR is, that's a black diamond and that's a, you know, it goes through seven layers or several layers of optics, right? So with that, every single layer of optics, you're going to get a smaller viewing cone. So that's actually why we have Slate. It's, the, it's because it gives it a much wider viewing cone without having to go through all of those layers. So that's something that you absolutely have to take into account. Did you write that down, Robert? I did. Uh, and if I didn't, I know you did. He's over right. here. He's over here taking notes. So when's my invitation to come out to the factory? Because they're over here telling that, yeah, me how amazing it is. Both of them have been. You can come and, anytime. And apparently it's right down the road. It is. We invited design. Y'all were very busy. 
Yes, you can come Rightfully anytime. So. Yeah. And what's so wait, great... wait, wait, wait. My guys Uh-oh. didn't have time, but the salespeople did. Uh oh. I actually stopped there on my way back from an out of town customer visit. Yeah, Chavis got a one on one with like training and tour. I just work here. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but no, you really, you can come anytime. And what's great too is that if we've got time, uh, my so what do you do owner... on Sunday about one thirty? Yeah. Oh, well, hey, I'll send my owner over. <laughs> How about that? Dee Dee's was like, ah, I, was I was about to say, well, what he'll usually do, he gets really excited when people are in town and he'll take you out on the boat and you can go out on Lake Austin and it's a great time. So I didn't go on a boat. I didn't either. Well, I'm telling now you I now. I feel like you two are lying. Now so I, I'm telling you now worse. we can do that. We, it we, is a we very, can make that happen. It is a very impressive tour. Um, there's a lot of technology that comes into it and I think a lot of our customers and viewers need to understand that two-piece projection, like Corey asked about earlier, is a very, very, very important piece. You can't just sit there today and hope to achieve what you want to achieve in in your content, in your viewing experience, in customer interaction without thinking about two-piece projection. So people like Chevis on staff will will find the right projector with the right screen and maybe sometimes it's ambient light rejection and maybe sometimes it's not. Yeah. Um, but I think it's a very, very important for our viewers to understand that those options are out there and that there's a lot more science and math, unfortunately, <laughs> I know. that Sadly comes enough. behind it that, um, that we're not always thinking about. And I think the tools that, that SI provides mm-hmm. to the public and to the integrators is, is absolutely fantastic. You're empowering people to understand that there's more than just, a price tag behind things absolutely. And, and a color and a, a fit and finish. There's a lot of other things that you need to think about when you're selecting what you're going to be using for years to come. Absolutely. And that's why SI has the staff that they do and the way that we work things is because it's not just about putting an ALR screen in there every time. And it's not, sometimes it's not even about putting a screen in there. Maybe it's not the right solution, but we're always going to try to figure out what is the best option? And we really just need certain calculations to be able to get there. There really is a science behind it. So hate to reiterate that because no, I no, was not good at science. As yeah, as I told y'all earlier, I was grounded my and you know, all <laughs> of my all life. The subjectivity out of it though. The science yeah. is great. Yeah, absolutely. So for more innovate uh, excuse me, for more information. <laughs> well on we can innovate more too. <laughs> um, please visit their website at screeninnovations.com. Commercial.screeninnovations.com. Oh, I love it. I love it. There you go. Because if they just go to screeninnovations.com, that's going to take them to... Well, there's the... going to be a residential side and a commercial side. And gotcha. what I like about the commercial.screeninnovations.com is that there's videos that are commercial generated and all of the commercial information that you're going to need. Yeah. And, and just to touch upon that, we've seen a lot of great videos yeah. that not only explain to the consumer about what they're getting, but also to, to us as integrators, helping us understand what challenges we may come, you know, with hanging a recess screen, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's a fantastic site. I've been very, very impressed with good. what they're doing there. Good. Yeah. We've got some really good, it was, I was very lucky this week because I had to go put together 
three screens here in Dallas, and I, you know, I'm. Is that I the most the favorite stuff. thing you've ever done? Oh, I had a blast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, you know, I'm supposed to be the expert on it, so I was like, well, I, I you know, I, I, I'm the one they're going to be asking on on how to do this. So I went to the website and I brushed up on all of the install videos. So when I got there, I felt very cocky and was like, oh, wait, we got to do this. You got to measure this, and you know. So anyway, they look great. <laughs> it, I, it went, it went well. They went, it went great. fantastic. My fingers were a little snore, sore from, you know, snapping and all of that. Mine too. Stuff, but That's terrible. I, I was telling my mom the other day how tired I was because my fingers were sore from snapping screens. And, and then she, she was like, just she was like, shut Trying up. to put up with your dad. With, <laughs> yeah, exactly. With your dad's put up yeah, with exactly. for the last 50 they, years. They have no sympathy at all for me. <laughs> None at all. None. And then meanwhile, your sister. Yeah, I mean, had, yeah, the middle one's like, what are y'all talking about? Yeah. You snap screens? What are your fingers hurting for? In my for? classroom? Yeah, exactly. exactly. Thank you, Dee Dee, for Thank coming you. on. Yeah. Thank you, Chevis, for joining us. Thanks we really appreciate it. Uh, thanks to all of you. And like I mentioned, commercial.screeninnovations.com. Yes. And if you'd like any more information on this subject or any other subjects you'd like to hear about us, um, please email us at info at We appreciate your time. Have a great day.